Ladies and gentlemen, the questions you've all been asking are now being answered. Welcome to another edition of It's All About Who You Know, the podcast where influential people talk big topics in sports, faith, and more. Your host is a former Oregon State wrestler. He has a 4.9 star Uber rating and is currently undefeated in his MMA career. Here is Christian Robertson. All right, guys. Hey, before we get into this podcast, uh, which we got a good one today, I uh, got my boy, my co-host, comedian and former college wrestler Gus Boyd on today. But uh, before we get into it, guys, I want to tell you real quick about um, one of my good friends. If you got to this point of the podcast, you've already heard the uh, the intro video. Um, or I'm sorry, the intro audio. So the guy that does that, uh, that's my buddy Josh, but he actually has his own podcast. It's called Beaver Tales. Um, I would definitely suggest that you guys go check it out. It's on Apple. It's on Spotify. Beaver Tales. Um, tail spelled, I believe, with an A-L-E-S, T-A-L-E-S. Um, but he goes, and uh, he's an Oregon State alum, just like myself, and he talks to a bunch of Oregon, former Oregon State athletes, coaches, uh, what have you. He recently had Pat Casey on. If you guys don't know who Pat Casey was, or is, sorry, um, he was the uh, the head coach of the national championship team two years ago for the Oregon State baseball team. Um, ha- retired, resigned, and retired. Um, battled and beat cancer, all that. So interesting story, great podcast. So definitely go check him out. And um, and yeah, he's uh, he's doing an amazing job with that. So go share that, go subscribe to that, go show him some love. But let's get into today's podcast. Oh, another week. I gotta say, this is probably the worst part of my week. Every single week. <laughs> oh, oh, I agree. It's the worst part of my week too. Then why do you keep texting me saying, hey, can we do a podcast at something sometime? Because for some Jeez. odd reason, people pay money to hear us talk, okay? I don't know what it is. I don't know why thousands and thousands of people are texting me like, hey, your podcast came out at 9.31 instead of 9.30 today, but, uh, you know, can you be a little bit more consistent? I don't know. I don't know. Or they'll be, I'll just get hate mail after hate mail when we don't post one week, and they're like... Hey, uh, you know, it's just like, can you please like post a, you know, a, a message or a podcast before we come to your house and kill you? And I'm just like, oh my gosh, okay, I work another job, okay, I can't stop doing that. I mean, I can. Obviously, I have the finances from this. I mean, obviously, you have seen the benefits of what this podcast has brought on our lives financially. Um, but I, I, I like what I, the other job I do. Like, I just don't have a lot of time. You know? What do you mean, Ubering? Listen, that's like bro. that's that's like basically like that's basically like being a drug dealer, but it's legal. It's like, oh, I got a job, I, I hustle, man. I'm a drug dealer. I pick, pick my own hours, man. You yeah, know, I'm just doing my grind, man. You know? No, no, it's not a real job. Okay, grow up. You know, some, I will, get some khakis. I, get I some would, khakis. I would agree with you, but Take I don't think in. drug dealers meet as many women as I do so I think it, it probably it's probably I'm not so sure man Scarface was you know that's true that's true so uh, he he did have but I mean it was like a high school sweetheart or something stupid I don't know anyway uh, absolutely no not even close dude Scarface is a gnarly movie I watched that for the first time within the last year dude when his buddy gets his arm sawed off and killed I was like oh no oh yeah oh it's crazy. I want no part of that world, man. Yeah, I, I like go to sleep like scared. Like, what if somehow, some way, like, 
something happened. Like, what if I hit, like, a drug dealer's car or something, and I just, like... I know. Or, like, what if you, like, in a very real sense, like, what if you're, like, at a, like, a bar or something, and you get in a fight with somebody, and it turns out they're part of the mob, and they're just not having getting beat up? Mm-hmm. And then they find and out And they just are. and they send their goons after you. They go you up know? to the bartender and they're like, "Who was this guy?" They put a gun to his head, and the next thing you know, like your freaking family is like FaceTiming you from a chair tied up in a warehouse. Yeah, with gasoline drums everywhere, yeah. they're about to explode. Harvey, and now we're talking like Harvey. Impossible. They're coming for you. No, you should have gave her. Fifty fifty second street. <laughs> Dude, that's one of the best scenes in movie is when Batman's beating up the Joker and he's just like, you have nothing to threaten me with. Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do? Kill me? I want to die. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. That whole movie, that's one of your favorite movies, isn't it? The Dark Knight? Oh, yeah. The Dark Knight trilogy is probably my favorite trilogy. Yeah. It, the, the, the second one, The Dark Knight is so good. You know what I didn't realize? Like, when it came to the third movie, the, I, I didn't think they did a great job with the third movie. But, you know, what that trilogy did was focus on realism and, like, a realistic mm-hmm. approach to the Batman story, which is cool. I just hope they don't – I think it worked for the time. I don't. I hope, you know, with what we have with modern technology and stuff, they don't ever try to do that again. Because, mm-hmm. um, one, you just – like, I don't think you'll ever do it like Christopher Nolan did. No, because, I mean, Christopher Nolan, he's, like, one of my favorite directors, too, because he's just so – I don't know how to say it without sounding pretentious, but he's just really good, you know? Yeah. And then, and who's your second? In Night Shyamalan? No. No! <laughs> Hell no. Bro, come on, He's man. You love him, guy. Uh, no. I wanted to bring that up the other day. Um, after the we crap he pulled? About, Hell no. After we were talking about Avatar. Dude, he ruined the Avatar last year. But uh, he no. didn't direct... Uh, um, he wasn't the director of uh, Dragon Ball Z, was he? Mm-mm. They called that Dragon Ball Evolution, and I oh. saw it once. Yeah, it wasn't very. It was, yeah, it had nothing to do with the story at all, pretty much whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, awful. It was like they just went on their own little deal. I hate when they do that. I hate when they have like an amazing script. I know, like, and they're like, "We're gonna do our own thing." Yeah, it's like, you know, they should do another one. Honestly, I'd watch it if they would like. If they went. If they want to try to go do it right, I would watch it. But here's an unpopular opinion is a lot of people don't like whitewashing, you know, with some shows. And, like, let's say, like, you know, there's a lot of people that are growing up that like like some mainstream anime. Like Naruto, like, they're – a lot of people talk about them them making one of those. And that would – but a lot of people get upset with whitewashing. And you know what I mean by putting white actors – in there in a Japanese uh, based show yeah, movie but the or thing whatever. Is they don't look that Japanese when they're in That's what I'm so, so that's what I'm saying. Like the main character of Naruto is a blonde haired person. Yeah. You know. And like he would be a white guy. You yeah. Know? Or like Avatar, like the last airman of the show, like Aang's white and Sokka and Katara are Indian. Or like Native yeah. American, you know? Like that's mm-hmm. like you can clearly tell. Like and that's based on mm-hmm. like so yeah, I don't I mean I think I mean, it's cool when they it, – it annoys me when they do it for, like, a political statement. But when they're just like, mm-hmm. oh, let's, let's change things up a bit. Like, let's see what we can do. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you unsafe? I'm turning the – no, I'm turning oh. the fan on because I'm hot. Um, so I've got a, a new model for, for how we're going to do the podcast and stuff. Not oh, my gosh. Nothing really changes for you. So 
what I'm going to do is, and I've talked to some people, and I've you know kind of changed some things. So I'm going to still do the vlogs on my main channel. So the vlogs are going to go on the main channel, and then there's. Gonna I didn't be, know you still made vlogs. I mean, I haven't in a while just because I've been so busy. Um, but then I'll do like little clips, so like snippets from this podcast on the the main channel too. So I'll do like one or two a week from like um, like last week I did the the Marcus Mariota story and the uh, the motorcycle crash story, and I put those on the main channel. And then I'll have three ways for people to watch the full podcast, so they can watch it on my second YouTube channel. It's all about who you know, and then they can listen to it on Apple and Spotify under the same title. And then I'll so I'll put I'll post all those on Mondays, and and then I'll try on Thursdays to get a vlog out, and then it'll probably be around nine thirty every morning. That sounds super boring. I just wanted to tell I'm you s- so you know how I'm just is, so I'm so uninterested. Why are you being a jerk to me? <laughs> I talk to you. We literally talk once a week now. My face. I up. know it's your fault. This is what you made our relationship. Honestly, I like it though. Like I have a funny story to tell you, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna write it down and tell them later, because we'll make money. What are you doing? I heard a weird. There's a weird sound here. Bro, what if, what if somebody broke in your house? Is that you? It's you. What? Is there like a bass going on? Yeah, somebody. You hear that? Mu- somebody's playing music. Okay. My neighbors. I was like, music. I was like, what is that? Yeah, my neighbors. Tell your neighbors to shut the hell up. All right. Hey, Karen! <laughs> Keep What's it down! On your door? What? <laughs> What's she gonna knock on your door? Some dude just goes and stop! Leave me alone! <laughs> Go away. Oh, gosh. What are we gonna talk about today? Dude, I don't know. Hopefully nothing. How about we just do this sit in silence and see... Just, you know, we can meditate or something. You know? Get real... Have you gone vegan on me? You eating crap now? I literally, I can't believe you just said that. I really can't. Um, I had a crazy story. Actually, this is one of the clips I'm probably going to post. But, um, so yesterday, I'm driving. So, Uber stories. So, I've I've got like a plethora of Uber stories now. Because Portland is just such a crazy, like, honestly, like, lost place. Like, I mean, I'm not saying like I'm perfect, but... Like there's definitely some, some hurting people. So yesterday I'm driving this lady, white lady, and um, like goes, that makes a difference. It will when you hear the story. Um, it actually does matter to the story. But she, um, you know, she had a hard time getting in the car, and she explained like you know her knee was messed, like she tore her MCL or whatever, and it's just like she's put on weight and stuff. And so immediately I'm just kind of like, oh man, like that, that's a bump, like that stinks, you know. Um, and uh, so, you know, we start talking, and she's telling me this story. So this lady, um, and it, as far as I'm concerned, is not playing, like, any victim card at all. Like, she's not like, you know, woe is me. You know, it's, it's obviously she has had a tough life, and, and you'll see why here in a minute. But she didn't seem like somebody, like, that was not moving forward, you know, which is hard to believe. But... Um, so her husband three years ago, and I don't even know how we got on this topic. I'm glad we did because I got to pray for her at the end. Um, but she starts telling me about her husband who was shot and killed by the police. 
Damn. And her her white husband, and um, I guess he had PTSD from like a childhood traumatic childhood experience or something, and um, and he just started like going off the rails, like losing it, and like the last week or so of his life, like you know they tried to you know help him and get him like counseling and stuff or maybe like the last month but like he wasn't remembering things like his short-term memory had been gone um like he couldn't remember like certain things like the only consistent memory he had was before his seventh birthday Mm. and and so he and i guess he was a big like six two two hundred pounds and so she called the police the night the night that he died and uh and they came and uh you know, I guess they were little police officers, didn't seem very confident or whatever. And something happened. I don't know if there was an altercation or what, but he kind of started raising his voice. Nothing from what she told me. And again, this is her story, so I, I don't know all the details. But from what she told me, it didn't seem warranting of any type of um, fatal force, you know. And and he started walking away because he's like, what is this? What are you guys doing? Like, I guess he thought it was Halloween and they were like playing a joke on him. And so he like started walking away or running or whatever. This is the story she told me. And they shot him in the back five times and killed him. Damn. And then that department like tried to cover it up and said that he hit him with a bong or whatever, which was never like um, accounted for. Like so, they're like they said they they said the bong had smashed or whatever, which turned out to not be true. And uh, it was just dude, it was such a heartbreaking story. And I'm literally like almost sobbing like listening to this woman's like story she's got three kids and you know two of them were um like under two years old when he died and it was just heartbreaking and and she uh-huh. feels like she doesn't have a voice now to talk about like police brutality because she's not black and like that's kind of like like what she has been like felt like what she has felt from like what's going on like perpetrated onto her and i was like miss you have more voice than 99.9 percent of anybody like you definitely need to speak because like first of all that's horrible what happened i'm so i'm so sorry it was just it was it was a hard thing to listen to man and and i've had situations like that and i've seen situations like that where on the other end somebody responds with you know their they pull their victim card and they're like yeah well Uh this this and this and i just really like being in that moment if you Respond, and I'm not saying like I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but if you respond in any other way than hurting for that person's pain, I think there's something really wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to respond with yeah, but listen to what happened to me, I there's like something wrong like with your heart and with your head. Like I, there was no possible way I could hear that woman's story, and it, let's say I had like a, a worse story than her. Like let's say like. You know, like this week, my my family had just been shot. I don't even think I could even like fathom like bringing that up because of how hurt she was in the moment. You know, uh-huh. and I'm not. You know, obviously that's not the case, and I can't speak for like if that did happen. But like this happened three years ago to her, and it's still clearly like you know. I mean, her husband died for goodness' sake, and so I just think like there's a lot of like going on, like what's going on, and I don't know if I brought this up last week. But, like, people are just unwilling to hurt with people. Like, they just want to pull the victim card and, like, woe is me. And and I'm not saying there's not warranting of that. But if you're, like, casting away people's hurts because they haven't had the experience you've had or they're not the same color skin as you or, you know, or, you know, whatever, that to me, that's evil. And that needs to be done with. 
Yeah, I, I experienced that a lot with 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 people talk, in conversations. Is people there's somebody always trying to one up you, yeah. you know? And like you said, they're not they're not practicing empathy and they're not practicing active listening. They're just whenever they're talking to somebody or whenever someone's talking to them, they're just thinking about what they're gonna say next, yeah. you know? And it's, it's a very self centered attitude. And I'm guilty of I've I've been guilty of it too. I've done it, yeah. you know? Not not not. Um, not taking the time to really listen and be sincere with somebody and one thing that helped me with it is I read this book and it's a real popular book now uh, is Jordan Peterson's book mm. and he's got a chapter on that and about pretty much active listening I read that book and another one too that talked about it what's as it well. called give it a shout out uh, uh, steps for to life Jordan Peterson yeah yeah uh, 12 rules for life yeah yeah that's the one it's called and it, you know, it sounds like a one of those self help books, it does. you know. But I feel like it's so much deeper than that. Yeah. Like it's a really, man, it's just a gripping book. It's so much. It's so much. Like it goes so much beneath, further deep beneath the surface of self help and all this stuff. He's like, he basically in that book, you know how in the in Christianity, you know, a lot of some people mistake it for prosperity. Yeah, you know. Uh, we talked and, about this like two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, and and that's basically like I feel like a self help book is like prosperity. Yeah. And what Jordan Peterson was advocating was not that he was like, basically in his own way saying take up the cross. Yeah. You know, and pick up some responsibility, take on a load. You know, and it's gonna and, and what you get from that is meaning. You know, it's it's something deeper than happiness. It's something. Uh, further than that, something—it's just something more solid that you can yeah. stand on than just yeah. happiness that you fade away. You know, meaning. Yeah. And anyways, back to that chapter. Yeah, he was talking about how people in conversations—you you can tell when a conversation is not going the way it should. You know, when people are, you know, trying to say, "Oh, look at me," like whatever, like and just thinking about just thinking about themselves and how they look to yeah. other people. You know, rather than just like just listening to somebody. And what are you saying? And I've and I've practiced this approach, and I have had j the things that people will tell you are insane if you just let them talk. Yeah. If you just sit there, nod your head, let them talk, and maybe like maybe ask a question or two, you know, and just but they'll keep talking most of the time, and they'll yeah. tell you just these incredible sad things about their lives. But you can tell afterwards that just them talking about it. I don't even have to say anything. I don't have to give them advice. You know, I'm just some person. But just them getting it off their chest, like, really helps. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, that's something that I've I've tried to be better at is active listening and just being there for somebody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I could tell with this woman, like, I was like oh, – because she had kind of explained to me, like, you know, she was triggered by this whole thing. And, um, and rightfully so, man. Like, you know, probably three years is probably a good time period to where you start – like really moving forward, you know, like not getting over it. You never get over it per se, but you start, why don't you switch your angle where you're like, where don't you, the, the, that way the light's coming toward you. Yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, that's such horrible quality you've got going there. But anyway, um, but where you start actually like finding like new meaning because like the morning process has, has kind of subsided. And I mm -hmm. could tell, like, this whole thing, and she had used the word triggered, revamped that a little bit. And and like what I said, I'm sure there's been opportunity in her life, and I'm sure she's been in conversation with people that don't want to listen to her but just want to talk, 
at her, you know, and, and don't mm. want to validate her pain. And so she doesn't speak. And, mm. and I told her, I was like, listen, uh, first of all, I'm heartbroken. Like that is one of the ho- most horrible. I said, thank you for telling me this. And I didn't really say much the whole time. I literally at the end basically just was like, can I just pray for you? Like, can I just have 30 seconds before you get out of the car to pray for you? Like, that's literally all I could, I wanted to do. Like, I don't want to respond. I don't want to say anything. I just want to like be there for somebody. And it's, it's sad to see that somebody in that situation, their voice is almost invalidated because of the color of their skin. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm seeing a lot of that. And, and I think, you know, like in the book of Job, you know, Job goes through this entire tragedy and, and you know, his whole family is destroyed. His house or his house is destroyed. His family's all but his wife is killed. And, uh, and he's just going through it, man. And, and, you know, there was kind of that prosperity gospel going around at the time. Like, well, you had to do something, you know, and some of his friends were saying that, like lecturing him, like, well, what did you do? Like, what did you, did you Mm. kill somebody? Did you sleep with somebody that wasn't your wife? Like, what were you doing? And the ones that really made the biggest difference in his life were the ones that just sat and listened, the people that were just Mm -hmm. there for him. And sometimes, and I could tell this woman just didn't have anybody to talk to because normally an Uber driver is not the person you're just going to spill your life, especially when you're sober. You know, and I was glad she did yeah. because I, you know, I think keeping that frustration and that pain and that revamped hurt in, you know, you need to tell somebody like you need to tell somebody. And I was, I was, I was happy she did because I, I could tell like it was weighing on her, like this whole situation going on right now, like, you know, it was hurting her and, and she has like rightful resentment towards this police department in particular because they covered it up. And mm-hmm. I don't know what her stance was on police in general. Um, I, it didn't sound like she was uh, hating on them, but more this individual department that, you know, made a mistake. Um, but yeah, it, sometimes you just need to talk to somebody. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and I think a lot of times, sometimes when people, when you don't know what to say, maybe that's an indicator that you shouldn't say anything. Yeah. You should just yeah. listen. And this is a problem I've had too in the past is like, I talk about myself a lot. Mm. And, mm-hmm. and I really have been praying about it. Like, God, I don't want to just talk about myself. Like, yeah, you know, and granted, yeah. people ask me a lot of questions and like people ask me about my life. And, like when we get an Uber or, you know, when I have a conversation with somebody, like they're asking me questions, but I always like intentionally like try to turn it back and say, no, I don't want to talk about, my- I mean, I do want to talk about myself. Like who does, who's in a little narcissist? Yeah. Yeah. But I try to make it a point that. I get them more involved in the conversation than myself. Like I want yeah. them, whoever I'm talking to, to know I value them more than I value my own story. Yeah, yeah, I think that's very wise. Um, I had a realization just yesterday. I was thinking about uh, it, just talking, you know, because I was I was having like some like I was uh, hanging out with some uh, my buddy and his girlfriend and stuff and. And, you know, and I was, and I was catching myself like needing, if it was silent, like needing to talk mm. and, or something. And I feel like, and I, like it hit me, I was just like, you don't need to talk, you know, sometimes you just, like, I don't know how to explain it, but it kind of clicks in my mind. It's like sometimes less is more, Yeah. you know, yeah. like kind of picking your words more carefully rather than just rambling on, Yeah. you know, well, people are, but, uh, oh, sorry. no, go ahead. I was going to say, people are uncomfortable with silence. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like when yeah. I'm driving. And when I have people, like, even if it's, like, friends or whatever, not so much Uber, but with friends, 
I like to, uh, I don't like music on. I don't like when people drown out the silence with music. Like I like the, I mean, it's kind of like having your phone at the dinner table, you know, in my opinion, it's, it, Mm -hmm. even if there's no conversation going on, it dismantles the possibility of conversation because something else is occupying that. Whereas if you sit in that awkwardness, you sit in that silence, like, what are you gonna do? You have to talk. You have to. You have to grow in relationship. And when you're on your phone, when the music's on, um, so that like when I'm driving and people are in my car, I don't play music. Like I don't like it. I it. Yeah, I know. I know. It's really, really annoying. Yeah, it really it. Like I like yeah. talking to people. Yeah, I know. It's your chatterbox. It's annoying. I like to listen to the music in the car. It's so obnoxious. You're like, can you turn this off, please? It's not country music. I don't really like this. It's not George Strait. That's what you sound like. That's that's my best impersonation of you. Is that what I did? I think that's pretty time? accurate, though. It's just it's just. That was it. That's what Bro. you sound like. <laughs> you better. <laughs> like a loser. You sound like a loser. I'm just telling you, man. You're gonna be here in less than two weeks. Think about that. You're mm-hmm. gonna be here in less than two weeks, man. I know. It's exciting. It's gonna be great. Get Dude, I, I texted. I texted uh, Josh and Gurr. Uh, I think Josh is down to hang out, but Gurr said he's going out of town on the ninth. What a freaking! Oh my gosh! Oh These my. guys are my teammates. They'll never be on the podcast. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was looking to hang Josh out with gonna, those guys. Is Josh going to? Is he going to come up? He should come up with us. I right don't know. Now. I mean, let's either come up or we go down. I don't care. No, that sounded. Me. He's got. That he's came got, out wrong. Yeah, he's got friends. <laughs> he's got friends and family up in Portland. He can come up. Uh, just tell him yeah. to drive up one day. Yeah, drive up and we'll hang out. Dude, I've got a list yeah. of. Um, oh, well, let me finish what I was gonna say. Uh, you better not say anything mean to me or stupid or warranting of me kicking the crap out of you for the next couple weeks because I'm not gonna forget these things. All right. I forgive. I don't forget. So why is everything got to be so violent with you? What do you mean violent? You know, it's How's like that violent, dude. Oh my! You know what feels great is the fact that I'm retired now. I thought you were gonna say that. retarded. Like, I just heard no, retarded. no. Oh, let me get some water. Yeah, dude. How is retirement feel, treating you? You're retired, from, uh, dude. Are you gonna start? Are you gonna start training jujitsu full time though? Like that's the well. Goal, right? See, here's the thing. I want to, but. Man, it's like my skin keeps acting up, you know? And I want, I'm thinking about it like, because I'll, I'll just break out like on my chest or on my face or whatever. And it's just, and I know it's because of doing jujitsu or wrestling. Yeah. And I want to be free of that. I'm not sure yeah. what I got to do. Like, if it's like a certain kind of diet or if I just have to like just give that up or, what, or maybe, maybe whatever. Maybe talk to a dermatologist or something. I probably should, this you know, it's just like, cause my skin's so pale, you know, I got such, such fair skin. It's just, uh, it's always just been really super tough to keep it clear. Yeah. You know, I would, um, well, this is my, my plan for your life. Um, okay. <laughs> no, but I honestly, I think, um, dude, you'll love the gym out here, man. Like it, you would, fit yeah. in, you would fit in real well. And, um, I mean, you'll, you know, you'll be able to see it or whatever. I can let you in and look at it. Um, but, uh, you graduate in December, mm-hmm. dude, I think you should just move out here and start competing jujitsu because this is the best jujitsu gym in, um, in, in Oregon. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, man. Honestly, a lot of that sounds really appealing. You know, I like because I do. I love jujitsu. Like I like it actually. Can you probably the a little bit better? I like it probably like three times as much as wrestling. Yeah. Uh, it, it just because there's just I, I feel like I could be a little bit more loosey goosey creative yeah. with it rather than. Because wrestling, I feel like I've, I was very uh, one. I, I I could let myself get a little one dimensional. Yeah. You know, but with jujitsu, I'm just I just feel more relaxed and laid back, and it's like okay, I can be on my back. I'm working my guard. Yeah. You know, and do and do you know whatever, and just and just move. You know. Yeah. And if I get tapped, it's cool. Like I love the culture of it. Like if somebody taps me, I was like, all right, good one. Let's go right again. You know, it's not like I don't take it as personal anymore you know and i just go out there and have fun with it and just move like uh so i haven't gone to just in about a week but uh, just because my skin was acting up and i was like i need to let this die down mm-hmm. um but like oh, man like what like the, the week before that man i just felt like i was in the gym and i just felt like because i was eating right you know my weight was down pretty well but i just felt like i could just keep moving you know like how you get in that where you feel like you're really oh, in shit. shape yeah, that flow state. Yeah, where I just keep, I could just keep moving, going wherever, yeah. and just finding positions, and then going, and you can get just submissions from anywhere, man. Yeah. There's just so many. It's like an infinite amount of possibilities. Yeah. Where I feel like wrestling was very, like, just in and of itself was one more one dimensional. Yeah. You know, but I think, man, yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to pursue jujitsu. I you think. Know? I think what's gonna happen is you and Carlos, Carl, are gonna love it out here and you'll be like bro we gotta move out here and then once you guys graduate and get done you're gonna move out here in january i can feel it and then carlos is gonna move out and whenever after he's done with wrestling so april and yeah you get well i'll get a carl's house. more of a carl's more of a beach guy man he's gonna be in florida or something like a loser nah, man he's gonna be out here there's a beach we can go to the beach it's an hour and a half yeah it's it's we not go, a we can we, go to the, we gotta go though while we're up there we gotta go see the coast this yeah. one we can do we can go skiing and then we can go to the beach, all right? Mount Hood's right that? here. We can go skiing. Dude, Mount Hood is so – okay, you guys are going to love this. So, like, the view of Mount Hood is, like, it, it, you get on this certain highway and you can there, – there's one second you can't see it and the next you can't. And it's just this giant snow cap. Like, this mm. mountain – like, they, I mean, they make bumper stickers about it. Like, it's just a very iconic yeah. view. That's um, one thing. If you could, because you're like, like what you're talking about right now is like you're more a little bit more familiar with the area than we are, or a lot more. Yeah. And so if you could just like pick, like just investigate some sites that would oh, be dude, good for well, us to go hiking yeah. or whatever. I've got a you know. Uh, so okay, so our our um, we've not a mutual friend, but um, so I've got an itinerary. So I'm very fortunate doing what I do. I've been able to see the whole city, and I get to talk to people. So I've been asking people, yeah. like, what are some cool things? And I just got a list of stuff. So. Like I got this place we can go, like um, this like swimming hole that a lot of people go to. It's kind of like that place, okay. like Corvallis. Um, okay. I've got some some bars that we can go to, some sports bars up in Vancouver that are like full capacity right now. If we want to go watch the UFC, I was thinking that Saturday we go watch the UFC at this sports bar in Vancouver. It's it's open a lot later. Okay. Um, and then uh, we can't really hike Mount Hood. It's kind of far away, but um, but there's definitely some places. And then Devon. Our, um, so he wrestled for Renfro. He was about three or four years older than us. Mm. He um, he lives out here, so we'll probably hang out with him a day or two. But okay. um, th- it's just crazy because you know we're out here in Oregon. We we wrestled in in Oklahoma, 
and we've got like I mean this guy's like family. Like he re- if you mm-hmm. wrestled for Renfro, you're all under the same guys as family. Like Renfro's dad yeah. and we're all kids. Like it doesn't matter who the mom is. Like we're all brothers. Yeah. And, like yeah. you know what Dude, I mean? Yeah, the, yeah. And so he was I was like dad. The first couple weeks I was here, I think the second or third week I was here, I went to his place and uh, had some steak. And uh, dude, cool as can be. And I was like, man, I feel like I've known this guy my whole life. But yeah. it's like that. Like it's like the SEAL teams. Like if you're a Navy SEAL, like other Navy SEALs are your brothers. Like if you're in a frat, mm-hmm. like you know, you could be 30 years apart from somebody. Like it's a brotherhood. And yeah. So it's cool. So we'll hang out with him uh, one of the days, and he'll probably have some stuff. But I've got an itinerary, man. Like I'm. I mean, I'm still gonna ask. I'm gonna ask people every night um, that I work this week and next week. Like, hey, what are some cool things to do? And we'll just look at it. We'll look at price um you know we'll, we'll balance that out but there's some fun stuff we can do yeah dude i'm looking forward to it. i'm so excited man it's gonna be great seeing you guys too you know so who else i'm saying about be, that it's gonna be you carlos russell and then your buddy um was no i don't think he's coming so it's just gonna be us three and or you, you four okay. so yeah i talked to Wes the other night he can't make it he just he's got a he's he wants to but he's closing on a house that that day How's he doing? He's doing good. He's doing real good. Doing good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I need to. I need to call him, talk to him. Yeah. He's got three girls pregnant right now, so for Wes, that's good. I'm just kidding. I'm I was just... about to say, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> you weren't surprised at all. I know. No, he he's good. Man. That's good. Yeah, that's he's good. He's doing really good. I guess he had a fight. Did you know this? He had a fight. He had an amateur fight. Uh, we talk- I remember he was telling me. I think I think I remember hearing about that. He was, I guess he did an amateur fight, and he didn't win, but um, he was just telling me, he was like, yeah, man, I just wasn't obsessed with it. Like He was like, you know, you, you probably drive and can't think about anything else, you know. Me, I mm-hmm. was thinking about real estate and all this other stuff. I just wasn't obsessed, and I just didn't think it was a sport to not be obsessed about, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's definitely... <clears throat> I feel like yeah, fighting is one of those things you got to be obsessed with if you're gonna yeah. if you want to be successful at. Um, yeah, it more more so than any other sport, and I'm not saying other sports are, you know, it just you you can't afford to not be you can't afford to you know be thinking about retirement or I mean you can afford to like be like oh, I'll probably retire by the time I'm like forty or something you know like have a date in your mm-hmm. mind, but if you're actively thinking about it like oh, I think I want out. You can't. You just can't. Like, it's not like football or, I mean, even wrestling. Like, because it's not just losing. It's getting your face bashed in. Like, that could be the difference between, you know, not just your kids not eating, but, like, you not being able to eat because you, like, physically can't yeah. do well, it. Yeah, it's like, it's like uh, Rocky three. You know, it's like, you got to have the eye of the tiger, man. You got to have that eye. You know, you got to be hungry. Yeah. I mean, it sounds corny, but that's the real deal. And. Oh, that's such a great scene. I was, yeah. When Mickey's like, w- you ain't been hungry since you won that belt. <laughs> I've been watching, because uh, everyone's all excited about Mike Tyson coming back in the ring, and I've been watching some of his videos of him training and yeah. fighting and stuff. That's my and old coach th- that's holding the pads for him. Oh, really? Yeah, Coach Cordero. Wow. I know that guy. Uh, I, like, I was even, like, he got me kind of motivated. I was, like, doing some shadow boxing today uh after work my garage and like striking has never really been my thing yeah i mean because i've never really been i've never done it but it felt like it felt cool just seeing his movements i was just trying to like think in my mind okay like how's he like because 
just the just the constant movement you know and i'm trying to think about how to like how to throw a punch because everyone's like oh i can throw a punch but there's there's a big difference between like throwing like just punching somebody or like punching somebody like actual boxer like a fighter you know like with all like driving yeah yeah mechanics of it there is so much like you can take a guy trying to throw as hard as he can that doesn't know like if you took me at 250 pounds that doesn't know how to throw a punch properly and then took me at 230 pounds like after eating right and leaning out and knowing how to throw it properly i'm gonna hit a lot harder at 230 like a lot like a significant because the mechanic like i'm learning now like wrestling you want to be on your front foot but boxing and mma like you want to be on your back foot like the power comes from your back foot it's really weird Mm. and and then wrestlers are so tight because the way you train is like you want to be tight and with mma like that's only like grappling is such a like i mean it's like you know, it's it's only half of the the sport, and you know, honestly, it's a third. It'd be I'd say wrestling, jujitsu, and then striking would be like the three main parts of the sport. And you know, the wrestling aspect is it has to be coupled in with the striking, so you can't afford to be tight because for striking mm-hmm. you have to strike. I mean, you have to be loose and like moving mm-hmm. around, and so lifting like weights like a powerlifter, even like a wrestler, like you have to change it. Uh, yeah, because I was thinking about that. Yeah, like the, like the mechanics are so different. Like I was thinking about like just shifting shifting my body weight and my hips and like getting my my I guess my core yeah. engaged and trying to throw in like and and slinging my shoulder more forward and, rather than just punching with my bicep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah. And it's it's a cool little process trying to figure it out. Like I would like to you know just try to like you know get a bag and just hit it you know for the yeah. sake of hitting it. Yeah. You know it's not like I don't want I don't want to like go get punched in the face or anything i would say uh, if you, i don't know yeah i would say if you want to actually learn though get somebody that can train you obviously you don't have to get punched in the face you just do pad work but yeah i mean because and even if it's just a friend that knows how to strike like get them to help you yeah. with the mechanics because you know i've done striking classes in the past that didn't uh you know i've like you know hung around with friends and done pad work with friends and stuff that didn't focus on my mechanics that much and now we're correcting it and yeah, I building I would, bad habits. Yeah. yeah, you develop really bad habits. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm getting it. It's coming along for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, shoot, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of cool to, you know, just to do, uh, just to do one little fight and amateur get in the ring. Bro, like, you can be a comedian and a fighter. Oh man, I know a man of many talents. Dude, but yeah. uh, I think it'd be, like it'd be cool though, just like to step in the ring one time, and be like, "Hey, let's just let's do it. Let's see what let's see what we got." See you what know, we got. you get punched go out like, there. Oh, leave me alone. Oh, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. Sorry, guys. Sorry. That's like, what the hell? That's it. Oh, hey, what if we did an open mic night? Get a little comedy oh, together. Oh. oh yeah, you want to do? You go up there, do open mic, and then uh, Bro, and I go do do some political comedy in Portland. Just oh, be like, man. Yes. what's with all these liberals? <laughs> uh, oh. There's only there's only two genders, right? Right? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that'd be cool. I'll be down. Why not? Because honestly, like, I want to just go in there, like, not even worried about, like, not if I if I bomb. You know, okay, yeah. I bomb. I'm not a professional. Like, I'm just a guy going up here trying to make somebody laugh. And, I, and then, what's the worst happen? I don't, and it's just crickets. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think and the best way like, to go, sorry. 
Uh, no, it's just like, and it's like, what? What you do know of Mike Knight, and how long you got to be up there? Like what, five minutes? You know? Yeah. Right. I mean, I think it'd be fun to try. Yeah. Why not? Like it'd be cool. Like I'm more about being sometimes a yes man. You know, like when we had that rap battle in Hollywood. Yeah. You know, it was just like, hey, all right, do it. Okay, what's the worst thing that happen? You get embarrassed. Okay. You know. I think I think you'd be able to win some rap battles here in Portland. Oh yeah. Go I have some drug addicts. Been... Be like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I haven't been sharpening up my rap skills lately. I haven't been, I haven't been getting in any battles. Oh my god! <laughs> lately, you're such a loser. Um, okay, well, we got to decide who's gonna, who's gonna. I got my, I've got, I've been sending you all that, that content. I should probably use it if I want to do an open mic. You've been sending me content. I send you jokes all the time. I'm like, hey, you should use this. Oh my gosh! For the people listening, he is. So full of That's ham not and true. Bologna. I swear I've sent you jokes. I sent you the Netflix joke. That one's funny. Netflix? I don't even I have I'm not I telling the joke because somebody's gonna I steal it. I'm gonna see it like Gabriel Iglesias. No, I literally have no idea what you're talking about. Is that was a joke? Your life's a joke. You should just t- try to tell your life in five five minutes. I bet people would be dying out of their seats. Yeah, it's like I was born with red hair and freckles and pale skin. Everybody was like, <laughs> I get the ginger! No, get they'd the be ginger. like, this is Portland. Everybody was born with red hair and freckles. Because <laughs> we're, we're white. It's a lot of white people. Never mind. You don't understand. I don't get it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dude, uh, what time is it? I don't know. It's uh, 4.47. About that time, huh? About that time? No, what do we have? Dude, Portland? I got about, dude... I had you Don't know, call me dude. I woke up at I woke up at six this morning and I went to sleep at like two thirty. I got about three and a half hours of sleep last night. That's a lot. I know. But I got Well here, let me tell you something. I, I'm a I bigger victim today than at you. work. I killed it today at work. I killed my workout after you work. Somebody at work. No, I killed it. I killed work. I Who's just it? I just you killed I just Pennywise? dismantled it. Yes. You killed Pennywise? Hey, let's not you talk about that. It's not. Spider? You know what sounds good right now? It's some good cereal. I got some cereal from my store today. Some Cinnamon Toast Crunch. A cereal place. And what Honey Bunches of Oats. A cereal bar. A cereal bar? Oh, we talked about that, haven't we? Haven't we talked about that before? I don't know. I'm franchising some restaurants out here, not a cereal place. That'd be kind of a cool thing. Like if you had like a cereal restaurant, like had some homemade cereal places. Mmm. That'd be cool. Like, cause you could do like other stuff too, you know. Like, I don't like know. Granola and yogurt. Yeah, granola and yogurt, but like a good yogurt or. Uh, Greek nonfat. You could do like some bakery stuff, some baked goods. <clears throat> you know, like some really good pastries. Oh. Yeah. A cereal distillery. That'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. But it, and this, you know, right now with Corona, you know, you ain't doing that. It was like. <laughs> Honestly, I saw a really cool um, – so I went to get pizza last Sunday. I bet. And I was like, oh, pizza sounds good. So I looked at – or no, I didn't even look at for pizza. I just looked at restaurants. And there's this little cool food truck. It's uh, – shout out to them. A lot of wood fire pizza. Um, it's like this Hawaiian wood fire pizza grill. But it's like this food truck and they got their lot. So they got like this graveled off parking lot that they put like a bunch of rocks and stuff in and kind of make like you know what I'm talking about like the like the pebbles and the stones that you walk on and they got some tables like some patio tables and seating and it was good pizza man but this place was cool I saw I go up there and I'm like hey you know um 
the, the guy was like, hey, how'd you find us? And I'm expecting to drop like, you know, 20 bucks on pizza and a drink. And I was like, oh, you know, I saw you guys were number one on Yelp. And I was just like, I'll just, you know, make the track or whatever. He's like, what? No way. Let me see it. I'm like right here. He's like, oh, dude. And I was like, yeah, I was going to post on Instagram and stuff too. He's like, dude, your pizza's on us. Your drink's on us. And here, here's another pizza for you. Find somebody that wants it. Ah. And so I got like 30 bucks of pizza and drink, man. I was like, score. So. All right, dude. That's the best. That place is cool. We'll, we, we should probably check that out. It's a good spot. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, shout out to them, man. Super nice guys. One of them was an Oregon State guy. We knew we had some mutual friends. Um, he was friends with a guy that wrestled at OSU that I know. Um, so yeah, it was it was cool. It was really cool. And they gave me a, dude, yeah. they gave me a free sticker. <gasps> a sticker? Oh Boy, my gosh! I had a five dollar sticker, man. Dude, what did it say? I'm gay. No. <laughs> Yeah, I did. Come on. Yeah, I did. No, we did it. I'll get the sticker. Come on. It's like a, it's At least like it had a, a rainbow on it. It had a Stop. rainbow. Do you know what a rainbow is? With the actual did it say? Did it have a? Did it have a rainbow and said "I'm not ashamed" on there? Is that is that what the sticker said? I saw a church two days ago that had a rainbow that said "Pride," and I was like, ah, "What are we doing, guys? What are we? What are we doing here?" Like, I, I get it. Like, you're yeah. trying to welcome people. That's honestly how you know their numbers are going down. Like when they start. Yeah, putting, I know. Because, I mean, hey, it, it, just because you don't agree with it doesn't mean that you don't love those people. It's like with anything. Uh-huh. It'd be like, oh, hey, we're proud of people that have sex before marriage. Like, no, stop. Cut yeah. We don't need that. I just think, man, like with the whole gay thing is like I don't get it, but I also don't really get calculus either. Like, I mean, I kind of get calculus, but not like really. You know, it doesn't mean it's, doesn't mean it's not a real thing. Sure. You know, uh, I think uh, I just, well, I think man, I think I think there are some. I think yeah, I think there are some folks that are just born gay. Like I remember, dude, I remember there was this kid when I was growing up, dude, first grade. Everybody knew that kid was gay. Like, we, I didn't know <laughs> like everybody just knew. Grade. Oh man, I grew up in a different type of school, you man. <laughs> yeah, man, I grew up in Houston, so it was, dude. And by the time I was in middle school, sixth grade, sixth grade, I was eleven years old. Everybody's already doing drugs and having sex. Like I'm talking about, like not just like smoking weed, but like doing drugs, drugs, and like getting caught with speed, and like and having sex and all this and drinking. I'm like, dude, I still I still play with Yu-Gi-Oh cards. What are you guys doing? You know? I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. I remember being in freshman uh, in in sexual education as a freshman. And I did not know what sex was. Like, I did not know how it was conducted. I don't think I found out how it was conducted until, like, Yeah, y'all grew, up in a, y'all grew up in an odd environment. Because I remember talking to your brother one time where I made a joke about I'd rather grow up blood. in that environment than the one you did. Uh, yeah, but look at me now. Okay, so. <laughs> Sexual predator over yeah. there. Oh my gosh! Okay, uh, what was I gonna say? Like I was talking to your brother, and I, uh, we were making jokes, and I, uh, you were with me, and I said something about Crips and Bloods, and he was like, "What?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, Cole doesn't, he doesn't know what that is." Or it was, I don't know if it was a Cole, it was probably Caden. I don't know. It was probably both but, of them. It was probably both of them. I was like, "What? You don't? You never even heard the term Crips and Bloods?" Like, good, no. good for them. Why? No. Why is that a bad thing? I'm just saying it's not a bad thing. It's just an odd thing. Like, it's just odd. That's would just you rather them know what Crips and Bloods are? I'm not saying I would rather them. Listen, I'm just saying bro, it's what are you, odd. Are you, okay, let me ask you something. Are you trying to jump my brothers into them, your I'm gang? I'm just saying they're stupid. No, you're trying to jump them into your gang? I'm saying they're little squares. That's what I'm saying. They're little squares. 
that, you know, Dude, they need Caden, to get on the streets Caden, and start hustling. Caden just got a – so Caden's car broke down. He got a badass truck. And I was like, what the heck? Like, he got, like, a nice Chevy Colorado that's, like, lifted and it's got big tires. Did I show you this? I might have showed you this. Yeah, you show me. That is so stupid. I freaking hate that guy. Yeah, he sucks. My dad Dude, my laundry's Tuesday. done. Some, some steak. My laundry's done. Speaking of laundry, should we tell the national championship shirt story? I thought we already told that story. We didn't tell it. I think you should tell it. What is that? Tell it's it. not really much to tell, man. You should tell that. Was... Okay, put that. Put that. Put this story in your in your sketch. For my open mic night? Yeah, but tune it up a bit. Because that's all those guys do. They exaggerate. They're like, true story. It's like, no, it's got elements mm-hmm. of truth in it. It's not true. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, man, it's so long ago. I just remember, okay, so uh, down in the basement. Wait, can I give some know, context was... for it? Can I get some context for it? Okay. So, yeah. our, so our freshman year of college, Gus and I's team as a junior college, we won uh, the junior college national tournament, which I think Clackamas might have come in second or third that year. So suck it, Clackamas. Uh, but so so we all got T-shirts and rings and whatever. So that's the background of the story. Gus, continue your story. Yeah, so we're at there. I'm there in the dorms, and I go to the other dorms sometimes to do laundry if ours was full. And that's like a boys and a girls dorm. And I'm going down there, and I'm waiting for my stuff to be done. I don't even—I don't even remember most of it, but I remember there was this beautiful girl, just beautiful. I don't remember who had a even... crush on me, by the way. Oh yeah, which one was it? I don't even remember who it was. I, I, I really don't. don't. Well, I just remember she gonna, was beautiful. We're not gonna call her. Na- we're not gonna name her. Oh yeah, I think it was like Ashley or something. But I don't yeah, know. It doesn't matter. I will look through my <laughs> contacts later. Uh, <laughs> and... no, she had a crush on me because she like got super. Anyway, never mind. She got like super yeah. drunk one time, and I was yeah. like walking by, and I was like, "Do you need any help?" And I like had to carry her to the car. It was weird. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me. Oh, I still can't remember. What the... Okay, yeah, beautiful looking girl, and we're waiting for we're waiting we're like not waiting together, but like we're waiting getting our laundry dry, like in the dryers and stuff. And we both check our our laundry, and it was messed up. Like the the washer or the dryer like messed up our clothes, yeah, and like put these stains, stains on them. Yeah, yeah, these red stains. And we're like, oh, what the heck? She's like, and, and we're both like, what the heck is this? And she's like, yeah, I messed up my whole shirt. I was like, yeah, it just messed. It also, and I pull it, I pull out, pull it out, and just shows like, yeah, also messed up my national championship shirt and then she instantly just stopped and was just like okay i'm leaving <laughs> you're an idiot i i'm I picturing her face too because i still remember what she looked like and i just can picture her going okay <laughs> just puts the rest of her clothes in the basket and leaves like this freaking guy I remember one when my sophomore year we had like show and tell or something for one of my theater classes, and um, and there was uh, and I brought my national championship ring to it, and this basketball player, this girl, I don't I don't know what her problem was, but I'm showing the the championship ring, and she goes, "Yeah, we got some too." And I was just like, oh, yeah. And I was like, (laughs) you guys got regional rings. Like, what do you. Our coach would never purchase a regional ring. Like, that was. No. 
Like, if we won regionals, like, we literally got chewed out because we didn't win by enough, you know? Yeah. Like, it was... It's like, we didn't have... It's like, not everybody got first place. Like, we had a guy that got second or third. Yeah. You know? If you didn't pin your way through regionals within 30 seconds, then you were a loser. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got we got second that year, and we coached. If we first. get yeah yeah, if we get second at nationals, at nationals, if we get second second in the country, you guys are losers. We're and I losers. hate you. It's first or nothing. And and you're a disgrace. Guys, you're disgusting. What did I do wrong? The, How, where did I go wrong? Yeah, the yeah first so or the she's last. like, so she's like, oh yeah, we got some too. And I just looked at her like, you know, I could embarrass you in front of the whole class, but I'm not going to. Uh-huh. Because I'm going to let you live with your decision to say something so stupid. Stupid idiot. <laughs> Freaking basketball players. I know. They're the worst. Did we ever get in any fights with basketball players in NEO? Was it just football and baseball? I think it was just baseball and football. Remember that guy that lived in our dorm? The football player? Oh, yeah. Had the really yeah. annoying laugh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he sounded like. Like, to the top, for something that wasn't even funny at all. Like, stuff that wasn't even remotely funny. I remember his name. I don't want to say it. Um, But there was one time he, like, I think think he got in a fight with two of our teammates. Yeah, it was something about, you know, I don't want to talk about all of it. But, yeah, yeah, I remember I even even talked to him about it afterwards. I was like, dude, you and I are like, because we were kind of chill. You know, up to that point, then I was just like, dude, I ain't, you know, I don't mess with, like, I ain't your friend no more. <laughs> I remember he stole something, and then he's walking, like, from their room to his room, and I'm walking out, and I just look, and I see two of our smaller wrestlers jump on his back and follow him into his room. Like, literally, both of them jumped on him into his room, yeah. and I was like, what the heck is going on here? Uh-huh. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, he would, like, it was, like, it would be, like, 1 or 2 in the morning. First of all, NEO time was, like, 1 o'clock in the morning was, like, 8 p.m. Like, that mm-hmm. was, like, you know, like, like, a normal place, like, a normal functioning society, 8 p.m., that was 1 o'clock in, in NEO. Mm-hmm. And, like, something was always going on. Like, my sleep schedule was so horrible there for, like, what we were doing. But, yeah, I just remember, like, I would hear, ha, 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 and Strelly, sh- oh, shoot, I named it, I called it. <laughs> Dang it. Well, it's not his real name, so it doesn't matter. But I was like, shut up! Yeah, I was pretty good at usually, if, like, going to bed. I remember I'd try to, like, get to sleep at, like, 11. Or go to, go to lay in bed by 11. Go down and, and then, but every now and then you'd hear just some yelling or something. And, and remember how, remember how it was, like, part of the culture, getting in fake arguments with people? Like yelling, like I remember me and my roommate Joe would just yell at each other for no reason. Oh yeah, and just pretend like we were furious. Yeah, and then like the worst thing that we could say too was lunatic. It's like you know what you are. You know what? Don't say it. Don't say it. You're a lunatic. <gasps> that's it. Get over. <laughs> oh gosh, that's funny. I remember me and Beeson thought about doing something like getting in a fake fight at practice, but it was like with real punches, and I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. Mm-hmm. You're kind of a big guy. But I just remember, like, we do that too. Whenever, like, the freshmen, like, like the beginning of the year or something like that, and we just, like, me and some other, dude, like, we just get in a fake argument, just yelling at each other, just screaming. And it was like, oh, are these guys really about to go fight or something? What, what's out? going on? Yeah. Yeah. And then every now and then it would like, you know, you're fake arguing with somebody. Like me and Russell do this all the time, and then we'll, and then somebody like says something actually hurtful. <laughs> 
for me and Joe would do that too, you know. Okay, all right, that hurt a little bit, and then you and then you get, end up getting an actual real fight. Yeah, Joe, <laughs> well, you're a stupid. snake. <sighs> what? Are you no, I don't know no snakes. I don't know no snakes. Oh gosh. All right, man. Well, we gonna call it here. You got anything? Anything? Yeah, else let's call it here because I got my laundry done. You know, I'm gonna, you know, what? Yeah, yeah, you know. We're in the Bobby Boucher. Hell, do you got the bag ready yet? that's it for today's podcast i hope you guys enjoyed uh i hope you guys will like subscribe dang it gus you hung up right when i was freaking giving my outro okay well guys uh if you like that uh podcast make sure you subscribe make sure you like make sure you go over to the youtube channel and uh and do all the things there too like subscribe to youtube channels both links will be in the um, in the uh, bio, not bio. What's it called? I don't know. Something. It'll they'll be in the description for this podcast. So make sure you guys do the things. I love you all. Make sure you share this podcast with one person. And uh, God bless. But I think we're done here.